Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Style That Finds Us podcast. We are so excited to have Shannon Davenport on our show today. She launched her plant-based clean beauty and body care line, Esker Beauty, in 2018. Esker products are made with organic ingredients. They are vegan and are cruelty, paraben, and sulfate-free. After working as a trend forecaster, Shannon launched Esker Beauty, and we are so glad that she did. We adore the products and cannot wait for you to learn all about them. Thank you for being here, Shannon. Thank you for having me. Well, we are very excited because we have tried the products, and having a moisturized body is something that I think everyone (laughs) strives for, and you are helping us to do that. So tell us what led you to start this company. Yeah, you already touched on it a little bit in the beginning with, you know, when you talked about my career as a trend forecaster, it's a really unusual job that people, I remember when I was in that role, people would always be like, is that a real job? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) it really is. I started mostly in fashion and then moved into working more with consumer brands. So working with the big beauty brands and fashion companies, but also food companies, retailers, because the the point of that job really was our whole world of brands and the way that we are as consumers, you know, has changed so much in the past five to 10 years with the whole better for you products and some of the legacy companies falling by the wayside and new indie brands and beauty and in food coming and changing the landscape. So it was my job really to bring that intel to my clients. And so I was, you know, I was basically like a full-time researcher and I traveled a lot. I went to a lot of trade shows and conferences and it was a really fun job. And the point of it really was for me to think about newness and think about new ideas on behalf of my clients. And when you think that way over a long period of time, you start obviously having really good ideas and you're like, well, geez, if my client's not going to do it, maybe I'm going to be the one to do it. So that was kind of how my professional world came into me forming the the company. And then there was about a year in particular. I mean, I always traveled a lot in my career, but there was one year in particular where I was just on a plane. I was living in New York. I was on a plane one to two times per week. And it was a lot of time in airports and a lot of, you know, I, I wanted to be home with my husband. So I would like try to book these crazy trips in one day and Mm -hmm. go to Chicago and back to New York in one day and things like that. It was very grueling. And I had a hard time kind of balancing my work-life balance personally, because, you know, my schedule is super erratic. So it's not like I could be like, this is the class that I do every, you know, the gym was right around the corner, but it's not like I could be like, this is the class I do every Mondays and Wednesdays, or, you know, I eat really healthy all the time. And that makes me feel good because I, or I cook and that's my meditative ritual. Like I, I couldn't do any of these things because some of that just requires you having a regular schedule. Yes being in your house and or, or around your house or, you know, having, having Going your- to grocery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So to me, my kind of happy place was like getting in my tub at night. I always felt that that was like a really simple thing that, that I could do that, you know, as long as I, I got home and I was in a bathtub, it was a, a calming ritual for me. And, you know, I could do it anywhere. It was, you know, you just need a tub and mm-hmm. hot water. And so that was kind of a a thing that I came to rely on personally for my own wellness and my own mental health. And I realized that with this brand that we could actually bring that idea of using bathing in kind of a healing and, and wellness oriented way around body care. That makes so much sense too, especially since you can do it in a hotel room if you have to, you know, it's, yep. you know, you have that one thing wherever you are, if you're able to do that, you're, you're telling your brain, I'm taking care of you. And yeah, um, the science behind bathing and particularly baths, but showers too. It's just something that people all around the world for have done for all time. And there's, there's been a lot of research that shows that bathing before bed helps you sleep better. It's good for your heart. It's good for your mental wellness. I mean, there's, statistically proven to like boost people's moods. So it's just a really healthy practice. That's very easy. 
and comfy and nice and luxurious. And so I thought this is something that would really bring people, you know, we can create rituals and we can use products to make people feel good and give them good skincare options. And then maybe also, you know, genuinely help them feel better in their body. Help them in their lives in some way. That's wonderful. So your decision to focus on the body for your brand, I'm so glad you did. And how did you narrow that down? Well, you know, some of it has to do with the bathing ritual that I was Mm -hmm. mentioning. And then, you know, I think now, you know, in 2021, we have like better for you products in like every single category, right? Like there's like tree free toilet paper out there and like (laughs) super fancy natural toothpaste and and natural floss and all Mm -hmm. the different product categories, you know, people are more invested in this than ever. And so I think people are thinking more about head to toe wellness. And I was kind of noticing when I started the brand that you'd see people using like a Tata Harper face oil, that was, you know, dollars yeah. And then they'd be like using like greasy coconut oil on their body or like, mm-hmm. you know, a mm-hmm. lotion or something. And I think for people who do try to use clean products, you know, you think about that and you're like, okay, well, I'm using a clean mascara and that's good, but Mm. I've got this skin and it's the biggest, we know that what we put on our skin goes into our bloodstream and it's the biggest organ in our body and mm. the skin below the neck is like 90% of that organ. So if we want to use better products for our bodies that are cleaner, you know, we can't just like forget about body just because it's, it's not our face. Mm-hmm. So I thought there is a huge opportunity there. Well, there's a lot of things I love about body, but you know, I also was, pregnant right around the time that I started the company. And I think for a lot of women, you don't start really thinking about body care and the skin on your body necessarily until you get pregnant. Some people do, but some people definitely, I I know I didn't. And then your skin's changing, your body's changing and you're like, wow, this is, I never really thought about this part of my skincare and this part of my, my body this way. Um, and so I thought that, I think that that's a nice like entry point into body care for a lot of people is starting to think about, you know, when you get pregnant, you start to make some shifts in the products that you use, you know, around you. And so that was, that kind of played into it too. And we do have some pregnancy specific products. And then lastly, body care is a really great giftable category. And, you know, we have customers who are 25 mm-hmm. all the way to 70 body is not like you're not going to gift somebody a mascara or an eye cream. That's like very personal, but you can give them kind of this gift of self-care and it's an, it's a really nice sentiment. This is something Mm -hmm. for you to take care of yourself and pamper yourself. And I love that. I love that giftability element of, of body care. And uh, like, sometimes I'll see our orders come through on the site and they have these really sweet messages, you know, Mm-hmm. gift cards for new moms, you know, have a great birthday, you know, sending a body care kit. And so, yeah, there's just kind of this nice positivity and, and like caring for each other that mm-hmm. comes from the body. That's lovely. And that makes a lot of sense because you, even with face lotion, face creams, that would be mm-hmm. sort of unusual gift to give somebody unless you knew something that they loved. So everybody has different skin yeah. issues on the face. So So Shannon, just in case some of our audience members have not tried your products, what are some of your top sellers? Yes. Great question. So we launched with body oils. So I got a certification in aromatherapy. So I learned about a lot of plant-based ingredients. This was while I was living in New York. That was kind of my little, my foundation for learning how to work with plant-based ingredients. And I realized there's all these really amazing plant-based ingredients that can do great things for your skin. You know, knowing that body is like 90% of our largest organ, what kinds of materials or what kinds of, of ingredients that we can use that are better than what's out there. And I noticed that everything was really heavy, greasy oils. And at the time there was this big thing about using coconut oil for like everything. And they yeah. were like, 
oh, we're going to, you know, all you have to do is like use coconut oil after you get out. And then you like walk around naked for 20 minutes with your towel on your head and then it'll absorb. And I was just like, whoa, that's (laughs) too complicated for me. So we formulated our body oils with squalane, which is like one of my favorite oils. It comes from olive skins and it really naturally matches your sebum and your skin. So it's, it feels, it's perfectly moisturizing, but it sinks right in to your skin. And it's like, it's more of a dry oil. So our dry oils, you know, they really are. It's not like, okay, well, you're all oiled up now. Don't sit on your nice sheets, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, or like you can't put your jeans on yet. Right. Um, You know, and for me, I was just like, this has to be easy for it to be, to feel good and feel like pampering. So the oils are definitely our best, some of our best selling products, um, specifically the firming oil does it's, it's one of, it's like the first product we launched and it's still one of our best sellers. People love the smell. They love the benefit and they just love the dry oil idea Mm -hmm. all, 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 you know, all around because it's, it feels so good. And it's gives you that moisturizing element without being messy or fussy. So the firming oil is great. And then we, you know, we have body washes that go with those, but the other best seller for sure is our body plane tool. And it's a really unusual body tool that uh, my husband and I designed, and it's based on an ancient Greek and Roman artifact called a strigil. I was always really inspired by ancient Greek and Roman bathhouses because they're kind of like the OG aromatherapy spa culture it was a really important part of their society this the idea Mm -hmm. of bathing and health and wellness and so I was reading one day I think I just was like on a random thing about Greeks and Roman bathing Mm -hmm. something or how they used lavender (laughs) or whatever and I found this I learned about this strigil tool basically it was used before they actually had soap they would use it to clean their skin and they would use it with oil the original ones almost look like, to me, they look like a Captain Hook kind of hook. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're a little creepy looking. You know, I have toddlers, like I wouldn't want it like laying around in my bathroom. <laughs> but the idea was that it's kind of this blunt edge and you use it with oil and you gently or kind of like with medium pressure scrape the oil and the oil binds with, and that's, it's actually the same way that soap works. The fat in soap and the oil in any kind of nut or seed-based oil or plant-based oil binds with the dirt. And then, you know, with soap, you, you, that bind binding happens and then you're, it's washed away, but this is like a physical exfoliator. So mm-hmm. you're scraping the dirt away in the dead skins, the dead skin cells, because they're mm-hmm. binding with that oil. So I thought to myself, well, one, this reminds me of like a dermaplaning facial, which mm-hmm. I've had. I had one before I got married and I loved it. I was like, my face feels so, but dermaplaning is almost like, especially so smooth and so soft and makeup goes on so well. And with dermaplaning, you know, they actually are removing hair too, but it was the same kind of idea of like lightly scraping. And then, you know, as an exfoliation method and then excess or excess, you know, dead skin cells are coming off that way. And so it's been super fun to launch. You know, nobody like knew what it was. They're like, what's a strigil? And we couldn't call it that. And we had to redesign it because it looked creepy. So, (laughs) you know, it's this crescent moon shape. It's made out of teak wood, um, which is like a wood that uh, does really well with water. It uh, Mm. is used a lot in like for like spa furniture or outdoor furniture because it's it's a really wood. Yeah. And And on both. yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, and then the, the blade part is stainless steel, so it's not going to rust, which is obviously important. And uh, and it's plated with colloidal silver, which is not colloidal silver is naturally antibacterial. So it's almost like, you know, you clean it, but it's almost like self-cleaning. It's not going to, mm-hmm. you're not going to have like bacteria and yucky stuff building up on the blade. So right. um, that's it. And that's the, that's the tool. And it's the motion, the way that you use it is almost like shaving, you know, you're, mm-hmm. again, you're not taking off hair, but you're like, you know, you're mm-hmm. going upwards on your leg and you, or your arms and you wipe the blade in between strokes. And, um, it's kind of a new old way of 
cleaning Mm -hmm. and exfoliating the body. So it's been so fun since launching this product. People are super excited about it. And there hasn't really been a ton of like truly new stuff in mm-hmm. it's been so exciting and fun. To that's wonderful. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. It's like, forget using a washcloth. It's wet and it has to dry out and it keep the bacteria in there. This is a new way to do it. That's really a brilliant addition to your brand. Yeah. And, and your skin feels super soft afterwards it's not like, you know, when you use a really harsh scrub, sometimes mm-hmm. you come out and like your skin's kind of red and a little bit like mm-hmm. raw. That's really kind of like disrupting your moisture barrier a little bit. Right. Whereas this is a lot, you're getting clean and you're getting that smooth skin without like really tugging on and mm-hmm. doing something super abrasive. That's so cool. It goes so well with the self-care and simplicity and being gentle as well as making things work. The idea of damaging your skin so it has to go into this crisis mode to rebuild it's always sort of scary to me. It's just so fascinating because nobody's really doing body tools necessarily. You know, there's every face tool you've ever heard of on the market. But so tell us, give us like a 101, just, you know, a quick rundown of the body tools. You've, you've talked to us about that one uh-huh. and tell us about the other. I know there's two more body oils. We have body washes. We have a really beautiful hand. So we have pregnancy oils. We have a lot of the body skincare type of products, but the body tools are so fun. And people really like that about our brand because mm-hmm. it gives you Just like, you know, with a makeup brush, you know, when you're putting on eye makeup, like you have your little toolkit of brushes and it's helping you apply the product in the way that you want it to. It's helping you, you know, it's just kind of like thinking about body as something that has more of a process. It's not, you're not just like slapping it on and whatever. You've got, you know, kind of a ritual and the body tools, I think a lot because it's more of like a an action that you're doing, it gives you that ritual feeling, you know, of, mm-hmm. of uh, you know, like putting on a mask or doing a hair mask or, or something like that. It kind of gives you that, that action, which has a little bit of a meditative feeling to it. The thing about our body tools is that they all work together in a body care ritual and they all work with, you know, our existing products. So, you know, I want the brand and I want the products to be like so easy. You know, if you got little kids and you only have 10 minutes, you know, you can use a dry brush tool, jump in the shower, follow up with a body oil. And, you know, you, you've done something for your body, but it's not super involved. If you wanted to go like all out, which we do have customers that buy like all of our body tools, you would basically be able to use them all in succession if you wanted to. So you would do, you could do a dry brush, and then you would use a body wash. You would use a dry brush first on your body while it's dry before you even would get in no product, just a brush on your skin. Mm-hmm. And you would take the, your bath or your shower and you would, you know, use a gentle body wash, which, which we have, and then you would follow up with an oil. And then if you wanted to, I, I wouldn't do dry brush and body plane together because Mm-hmm. It would be a lot of exfoliation, but if you wanted to, you could, or you could do it on certain parts of your body. And then we have the all over roller, which is kind of like our supersized lymphatic stimulating jade roller for your body. That's got, it's a lot bigger than a regular roller. It's got kind of a textured, you know, roll roller part uh, so that it's, you know, stimulating your lymph and it's, giving you kind of a massaging effect. And so that's kind of like the last step in your ritual after you've got your body oil on, it basically helps with product absorption and helps with lymphatic stimulation. And so that would be kind of the last thing in your step if you wanted to have many, many steps, um, which a lot of people do. And a lot of people just keep it really simple. So the tools are great. They, they basically all work really well in conjunction with, um, with the rest of the products. So, you know, you can make your ritual as multi-step or as simple as you want. Um, and the tools are a really good way of, you know, kind of bringing all those practices together. So you do the dry brush 
with nothing, just, you just do that. Your skin is dry. Yeah. So it's literally, you know, you go in, you get ready for your tub or your shower. You don't Mm -hmm. have anything on your skin. There's no lotion, Mm -hmm. no, no oil, nothing, Mm -hmm. just regular skin. And you use short little strokes up towards your heart. And, uh, it's really great for circulation for lymph and it's also exfoliating you're brushing you know all of that it's great also for moving fluid around like for for cellulite and then you know you're kind of like feeling a little flaky and it's it's a scratchy sensation but a lot of people really really like it but some people are more sensitive to it so some people would just do it on their arms and legs but you could do it on your you know torso or mm-hmm. wherever if you wanted to And then you get in the bath or the tub and then you're kind of washing away some of that flakiness, getting clean. And then you're following up with the oil and the oil is important after you do brushing just so that you are Mm -hmm. replenishing your moisture barrier. And one of the other things too about the body tools is that everybody's skin is so different. Some people love dry brushing. They are obsessed with it. And some people like are a little bit more sensitive. So it's like, okay, well, well, if you don't want to dry brush that and you want to do an exfoliation with a tool, then the body plane is a very different method of, of, Mm -hmm. you know, achieving that. And both of those help with, I would think, moisturizer absorption. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And then, then um, getting into the summer too, like starting to think about sunscreen and self tanners and things like that, that these are also really, really super important to do. Yeah. Prepping your skin. That's, I didn't even think about that. That's great. And so the other thing, the all over roller, it's so Mm -hmm. nice and heavy. I really like the feel of it. You, you use that after you put on the oil, not before. Mm -mm. Yeah. You use it after you put on the oil and the roller kind of glides over the oil and it, it helps with product absorption um, because we have all these botanical actives in the oils and it helps with your, so it's really like kind of the finishing step. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I feel like during COVID people have gotten so much more into self care and taking care of ourselves during this traumatic time, almost like, Obviously, you're a trend forecaster, but it was kind of leading up to this perfect timing and everything about your brand is so thoughtful, the way that you've built it out. Everything is beautiful and sustainable and everything. So thank you so much. And it's really nice, too, that like you were saying, you can either do this long, drawn out thing if you have the time and then another day you're not going to have the time. So it's be this ebb and flow, just like life. Yeah, yeah. So it's very interesting that you mentioned COVID because I've always just been like a quote unquote bath person. And I guess I just like grew up being a bath person. I, you know, I don't know. I just always like, I love, I love baths. And then the more that I started talking to people, you know, some people don't have bathtubs. That's one thing. Like also in New York, Mm -hmm. you know, people, some, not everybody has a bathtub too. So like, that's one thing, but there, but then I started talking to other women who like are like, yeah, I have two bathtubs, like one in each bathroom, but I never use them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what, why your bathtub (laughs) is like your happy place. Like you, you, it's right there. All you have to do is fill it up with water. And I think in COVID and I think because still like we culturally, especially in our culture, in other cultures around the world, like this kind of like, you know, you look at like saunas and steam rooms and Mm -hmm. uh, bathhouses and hammams and other cultures like are a little bit more in tune with this holistic, you know, um, approach to like body and bathing. But, you know, here we're like, yeah, we have all these bathtubs and we're like, we don't even, we don't even know how to use them. Like, do you have to take a shower first? Do you have to take a shower afterwards? Do you really get clean? All these questions and people don't really talk about it because it is actually a little bit intimate, but sure. I want to talk about it because I feel like it's much easier and less intimidating than people think, you know, taking a, a tub. Mm-hmm. And again, I just kind of think of like, of it as this amazing self-care space that's like right there in your house. Right. <laughs> You've already got the tool. Basically, you know, just I think COVID really brought to light this idea that 
you have this bathtub, it's right there in your house, or many people have it. And if you don't have a bathtub, like your shower can also serve as that therapeutic space too. But many people do have these bathtubs and they're right there. And I think during what happened the last year, everybody kind of had to reconsider, you know, their home. And um, like for us being an, we were always an at-home brand, you know, not, not like a, you know, not like a makeup brand where, you know, we're a product that's like meant for being out in the world. Like we, you know, we've always been sort of an at-home brand. And then that really, that really, that idea of being an at-home brand really started to resonate, you know, over the last year. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a, a commercial when I was little, an advertisement on TV that the woman would always say, Calgon, take me take away. Me away. Yeah. And and we were always like, what, what, you know, why are moms take so many baths? And I think especially during COVID, especially with people like in apartments, moms realized if I could just get in there and lock the door and say, I'm in the bath, you know, then I can have a little time to myself. So um, that's probably another reason why people started taking, women started taking more baths during yeah. COVID. Yeah, yeah. I love, I totally know what you mean. Um, I've seen the old Calgon ads and, <laughs> and honestly, I think I love, I'm like, it's time for a new, like a Calgon 2.0. Cause I think right. that, that is what we need. You know, we, we do need to kind of be whisked away to another place right now for our, you know. Exactly health and wellness and our mood and our bodies and brains and yeah rejuvenating refortifying ourselves yep i mean man that was a good ad i guess because yeah (laughs) it really stuck it really really did it really did tell me about the plantable candle Mm -hmm. mm-hmm the plantable candle so Again, like everything in our line is really about kind of owning this bathroom space and reclaiming the bathroom space as like not a place where you just go in and leave, you know, to your point about it being like, you know, I'm locking the door and I'm in here and I'm hanging out. <laughs> in and uh, so the with the candle, you know, the candle is really you know, we say it's like a bath side candle. Obviously it doesn't have to be. It can, you know, you can put a candle anywhere, but the idea of lighting a candle and taking a bath or taking a shower is really nice. And it just kind of amps up that sensory experience again, like you kind of, you know, transporting yourself away in a sensory way, but there's a lot of candles out there. And I try to be pretty thoughtful about, you know, the products that we put out into the market and I don't want to do products that you could just buy from somebody else, but like just happen to have our name on it. And so I'm thinking, what could we do that would be a candle that I don't know, just had more value out of it or whatever. And was a little more, I don't know, like had a second life or something. So I really loved uh, seed paper, like wildflower seed paper. Um, Mm -hmm. And we, because we're a plant-based company, we have kind of a mission of helping pollinators. So bees and butterflies, they're cornerstone species that protect a lot of our, they're kind of an invisible force that protect a lot of crops and flowers. And so we love, you know, bringing awareness to pollinators and also just like talking about planting and thinking about, you know, okay, well, we're natural beauty, we're plant-based beauty. And we also have to take care of those plants and the environment that gives us those these, these amazing ingredients, you know? So we have kind of a a little planting element that, you know, we give wildflower seed with our body oils. uh, And then people really like that little, that little touch. And so we thought maybe we can use a seed element and have, cause I have, I'm a big plant person. I have plants like all over my house. Um, Mm -hmm. And we thought maybe we could have the candle double as a planter. So when you're done using it, so what you do is you have the candle. It all comes in this really pretty box. You burn, burn your candle. Um, and then when you burn it all the way down, you can either like pour a little bit of boiling water into it um, or kind of like scrape it out. And then you have a little soil pod that comes with the candle. And those are really cool. I don't know if you've ever seen such a thing, but they expand when you put water in them. So once you've got your candle burn, you've got a little vessel, you open up the soil pod, you, you pop it in 
the bottom. You rip up the seed paper, which is going, which was like on top of the candle as a candle topper. And then you pour like a cup of water on it and the soil pot expands. So you don't have to deal with any messy dirt or anything like that. And then, you know, you've got these little seeds and then you just water them and put it by a window and you've got a little herb garden. Wow. That is the cutest thing. Yeah. And it's fun because it really is also totally zero waste. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because you've, everything is paper. So it's all, you know, the the whole box and everything, there's no plastic or anything. So, you know, you've got a cardboard box and then um, you know, you're saving the vessel and it's really pretty mm-hmm. and you can get into a little planter. So, you know, and then I hope that like people can, will keep them around and reuse them. And I know I'm always like reusing little baskets and little containers mm-hmm. and catch-alls and things like that in my house. So yeah, it's fun. That's lovely. Thanks. Very lovely. Okay, let's talk about aromatherapy. Mm. Yes, what are your thoughts and how do you incorporate that? So I, so I have a certificate in aromatherapy. My feeling on all of them is that they're incredibly powerful. Essential oils are basically the, the most pure chemical-free essence of plants. Most essential oils are extracted from the plant through steam distillation. It's a totally chemical-free thing. and they steam the plants, so they'll steam the lavender, and then there's a byproduct of that, which is a little bit of this oil. It's very powerful. It depends a lot on what the plant is. My metaphor that I like to use is like, because I hear a lot about aromatherapy and essential oils and people being like, essential oils are not good for your skin or essential oils are good for this. And my response to that is always like, well, what essential oil? The, the metaphor I like to think about is like herbs and spices for cooking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you wouldn't use a cayenne pepper and a basil interchangeably. They're different. Mm-hmm. They come from different plants. They have different functions, different tastes, different flavors. You know, your curry powder is very different from your ro- rosemary, you know? Right. right. Um, and so if you, th- you know, and it really is kind of the same idea because herbs and spices are dried versions of these aromatic plants. This is just Mm -hmm. kind of a liquid version of it. So I think it's a very nuanced world where like people like to kind of umbrella all of these plants. And I'm just like, you wouldn't say like, I like spices when you cook cook with spices or I don't cook with spices because they're too spicy. You know, it's just like, (laughs) it's not a, it doesn't really make sense when you umbrella all these plants together. I think they're super powerful. I think they're amazing. And I think there's lots of good ways to use aromatherapy. Again, there has been science around, you know, with a lot of natural products, there's not a lot of testing done and things like this because it's not proprietary. It's not somebody's proprietary thing that they're pumping a bunch of money in to put out on the market. Mm-hmm. But they have been, there has been a lot of studies specifically around lavender because lavender is kind of like the, the beetles of the essential oils, like everybody right. loves lavender. Um, and uh, the studies have shown that like it helps patients, older patients, seniors with, with mood, they use it, they use it, they use it in the hospital, you know, a lot of, um, of hospitals who are delivering babies and OB nurses will come in and bring oils. It, it's a mood lifter. It's, it's, it's really got some amazing, yeah, cognitive and emotional effects. So I think, I think there's a lot more nuance with aromatherapy than people realize. And I I think it is a very powerful way of, you know, smell and scent in particular are, are so, so powerful. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think where it gets like frustrating for me as a person who knows a lot about each oil and, and how they work is like when these, I, I just, once I say it, once I say the metaphor about the spices and herbs, people kind of get it. Yes. Kind of yeah. like people too. You can't really yeah. put everybody in a group. Exactly. Exactly. I it's think that's- diverse. Plants are diverse. People are right. diverse. <laughs> right. And unique. And I love that. I really had never thought about it that way. I mean, I, 
uh, I had somewhat, but not, you know, I love the way you described that. That really, really helps. Yeah. And, and some oils like, like with a hot pepper, like some oils you do have to be careful with, or you don't want to apply topically because, you know, they are really powerful and really concentrated, you know, like your chili flakes and some oils like lavender is just like such a versatile oil. You can put it on topically. You can put it in a diffuser. You can have it as a spray for your room. It's just, you know, it's a really, really, really great plant. Yes, it evokes big memories of my grandmother in New Orleans. She loved it and she had a lavender bathroom and, you know, just in this beautiful house. I mean, scents are just magnificent things. Yeah. Memories and everything that they can bring back. Yeah, yeah. I have lavender in my garden and apparently there is, because I'm in Austin, apparently Mm -hmm. there's um, like a Texas lavender thing, which I didn't realize. And a lot of it obviously is grown in France and, right. uh, and then some of it is grown also in um, Eastern Europe, like Romania. A lot right. of that comes from Romania. So That's, yeah, it's really cool. And the people that know like a lot, a lot about, you know, aromatherapy are like, well, a French lavender smells more like this and a, a mm. Bulgarian lavender is more like this because mm. they, these ones grow in the mountains. And so they have, you know, it's almost like yeah. wine. It can get, you can get really into the, right. the terroir of oils. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a little too much information for the average, you know, person looking for a body oil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. So Shannon, last year I had the idea of like as an entrepreneur or mm-hmm. actually basically getting this plant and then putting a word on it. <laughs> and then it's like you, as it grow, like for, so the style that binds us. So as we want the style that binds us to grow. So we're, it's just kind of like a metaphor or whatever. So I was very pleased because I haven't done that yet to receive the wildflower seeds. However, I, as a novice gardener, what am I to do? Am I supposed to get dirt and a pot and how do, what do I do with this? Well, you're in New York, right? Yes. Yeah. So as a former New Yorker, I do understand the conundrum. Um, (laughs) And also you can't really grow wildflowers on your windowsill where you can definitely grow herbs. So like the plantable candle is very like New York friendly because, you know, you don't, you have the soil pod, you don't have to get any dirt. Um, The idea for the wildflower seeds is kind of like, have you ever heard of, um, there's this thing called seed bombing that people do. It's almost like an urban gardening, like guerrilla gardening thing where people will make these little, they call them seed bombs. And it's like a mix of clay and seeds and they'll just like toss them out into areas and just like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of hope they grow wild. So when you're in a place like New York and you don't have access to a garden and you are not going to go to like Home Depot and get a bag of dirt um, for your wildflowers that might not grow very well on the windowsill. Anyway, I just encourage people to like find a little public place and like sprinkle them and, you know, mm-hmm. see if they pop up and it's kind of the, and you know, they, they often will. I mean, you know, you sure. never are. But I, I love this idea of like reclaimed uh, like city spaces that have gardens and green, green things and um, yeah, flowers and, you know. And even if the wind takes them, you never know where they'll land and bloom. It's, you know. Exactly. Yep. And that's not illegal. Hmm. You're not going to get down there and like dig a hole and pour it in, but you can just, the pack is small. You yeah. can just sort of sprinkle yeah. it in a little area. One of the areas that we walked by, it was a park, but it was pretty run down and there were some kids like toys and stuff. And that would be a perfect place to have some yeah. pretty flowers come up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the idea behind the seed bombing is like, mm-hmm. you know, just throw some seeds and see, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. With nature. An activity yeah. for me to do. I was just, I wanted to make sure someone didn't come up and be like, what are you sprinkling in the ground? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that is might. 
Definitely in New York. I could see that happening. I was about to say they might. And then you just say, I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. (laughs) And walk off. Yeah. Just trying to make you happy with some flowers. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Talk about the process of creating new products. Yeah. So we are creating new products. We have, we actually have a product that's basically launching next week, which is a bath board. And so it's a bath, you know, a bath tray, they call them patties sometimes too, but it's our, you know, I was looking for one and I couldn't really find one that was very like aesthetically, I felt like would look good in my house. Like I don't, I don't want to go buy one at like Bed Bath and Beyond or on something, you know, I wanted something that felt more like, like decor. And then we also have, there's a really fun thing with the bath tray or the bath board which is that it has a little folding mirror that pops up. So it's all white wood. It's made of pine. It's got hemp handles. So for New Yorkers, you can hang it on the wall when you're done. So you can, you know, save it or on your hook, you know, so you can yeah. save a lot of space. And then you pop up the mirror and basically, you know, you, it means that you can get in the tub. You can have your, your drinks, your water, your tea, your wine, whatever. You can bring your book in there. You can mm-hmm. bring your tablet in there or, or your iPad and watch something. It's kind of like your little setup. And then with the mirror, because I always wanted to do more like face again, like I'm the mom who is like locking my door and right. My- Time. So I always want to do more like multitasking and obviously you can do like a hair mask when you're in the tub, but you know, you don't really do like a face mask when you're in the tub because you can't see your face. So you can pop up the mirror and it has a full mirror and you know, you can do a face mask, you can do a mud mm-hmm. mask, you can like do a facial right. scrub because you can see yourself while you're in the tub and, and the steam. Yeah. And the steam. Exactly. It's like your pores are open. So it's like a perfect time to to do a face treatment. And then if you don't want to look at yourself, you could either pop the mirror down or you can just put your book or something against the mirror. And then, you know, it's more yeah. of a media stand. So it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to roll it out. Cause I think it's going to be like, it's going to be so fun to see how people use it. And again, like going back to that idea of baths, you know, we're trying to get people into the process. So like, what do you like to listen to? Do you want to listen to classical music? Do you want to listen to a podcast? Do you want to just have silence and meditate in the, in the tub? Do you want to like, you know, watch Netflix on your tablet? You know, what, what's your happy space? What's going to make you feel good? Do you want to have a glass, a really nice glass of white wine? Are you having some kombucha? Are you drinking ice cold water? You know, what, what makes you feel really, really good. And so the tray is kind of a nice little way to kind of bring in all of those little ritual elements into your, your bathing experience, which obviously, you know, you you could do on the side of the tub, but not quite. It's a little more. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and some tubs don't have much of a lip at all. So I think yeah. that's all so great. And the fact that you've made it attractive and, you know, those metal ones, things fall through. You can't, if you want to yeah. put your razor on it, you know, there's just so many things. So it sounds like you've really, what you've done is not just do yet another bath caddy, but something right. that actually will take it, you know, the experience to the next level. So that's, so so exciting i cannot wait i really love yeah we have some other great products coming out this year too we've got another bath product is all i will say now um (laughs) that's kind of along the same lines of something that's beautiful it goes into your bathroom goes into your bathing experience smells good looks good and is fun to use and then for holiday we'll probably be launching we'll definitely launching another candle a second plantable candle that looks a little bit different has a different aroma and most likely we'll have a different type of seed for the plantable candle and um and then we're launching kind of a new category within body too at the end of the year so there's a lot going on we're busy (laughs) oh that's wonderful wonderful what inspires you Oh my gosh. Um, I love, I'm just like inspired by my garden and the plants in my garden. And I like that. I like the, the feeling that I have of gardening, the, what is it called? Somebody said busy hands, clear mind. Oh, that's um, cute. Yeah. yeah. 
I love taking baths myself. I take, I take a bath with my daughters now, you know, we just like, <laughs> all pile in and, and kids love bath time too. So it's so it's yes. really sweet, you know? Yes. And so we've got like a bunch of bath toys and then that becomes like an imagination zone. And we play, you know, my daughter loves bath bombs too and different salts. And so we smell them and, um, we, we do a lot That's of lush true. bath bombs. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I just also get inspired by a lot of the, you know, the women who love our products and, mm-hmm. and give our products to other women to make them feel good. And, and, and also other female founders who are making kind of better mm-hmm. products. Like uh, I have so much respect for other founders and all the, the beautiful things that they're making, you know? Right. Right. When Delia was little, I have, now it wouldn't be a cassette tape, but I recorded, I sat by the tub and I recorded Delia talking to me. And she was about three, right around the age of your daughter. She sang me some songs and I asked her what her favorite foods were. And we just had a little conversation. And so it, it lives in the safety deposit box. You know, you, you have to do that. You really do. Because in about 10 years, you'll listen to it with her and she'll laugh. That's what I sounded like. And then as she gets older and grows up, you still can remember that little voice. So I highly encourage you to do that. Yeah. You hear the splashing in the background and, you know, it's just really, it's really a joy for me. So um, So it's like those little simple moments. Right. Totally. And it brings you right back. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) I will do it. I've noted. (laughs) Tell us about the difference in the three lines, clarifying, restorative, and firming. So the three lines are based on different functions. Each line is designed around a certain function, which is kind of tied to one of the, the hero ingredients. So firming has, is driven by juniper and grapefruit. And those two particular oils are really good for moving fluid, stimulating the skin. You know, a lot of times with cellulite is just like, it's your lymph, it's stagnation. So firming is really, really great for that. It's a very energizing, it's energizing on your skin. It's an energizing aroma it really just kind of makes your skin feel a little bit tighter and tauter. Then we have restorative, which is based on the carrot seed ingredient. And carrot seed is super packed naturally with, with antioxidants. So it's a great kind of repair, you know, replenishment, good for cell turnover, softening the skin. It's kind of the most gender neutral of the smells. My, my husband actually uses the body wash. It's, just got that kind of like a woodsy, more herbaceous smell with a little bit of a floral, but not much. It smells, it smells really nice. It actually almost has like a tiny little bit of a smokiness to it. Um, like a camp campfirey smell. It's, it's really pretty. And then the clarifying oil is kind of based on jasmine and cypress. And that is really good for varicose veins or a lot of people, again, it's kind of stimulating and cleansing to the skin. Um, the bo- clarifying body wash is great. If you have like, you know, acne on your body and it smells, Jasmine smells amazing. So that one has a really nice kind of uplifting floral clean smell. There's a little bit of like an herbaceous touch to it, but it's definitely like for, for, if you love floral smells, then the clarifying is and the way that we designed the packaging too, if you look on the side, there's a little color code on the box and the size of the, the colors corresponds to the strength of that ingredient in the formula. Ah. Yeah. So if you look at the box, the, the outside box for an oil or the body wash, it actually, if you look really closely, it actually says the name of the ingredient. So in college, I actually did a project about where trends come from. I was very fascinated by this and learned a little bit about trickle down, bubble up. So let's talk a little bit about your trend forecasting job and what's coming next that we should know about. Hmm. Yeah, I always was fascinated with trends too. And I'm, I was, I'm like a sort of, I always considered myself like a natural people watcher and I'm curious about Mm -hmm. other people and, Mm -hmm. um, and where things come from too. So 
Um, I actually wanted to be a trend forecaster. I like read about it in some career book or something when I was like 21. I was like, I want to do that. I studied human development. So it was a kind of a pivot, but I moved to New York. I went to FIT. I was really lucky. I found a really cool job at a trend forecasting agency. There wasn't a ton of them. They really aren't. It's a pretty specialized niche thing. And I got in when I was... It was my first job after doing this program at FIT and uh, I stayed there for like five or six years and really grew with the company and they grew and they eventually got acquired. Um, so I got to kind of experience. And then, and then after that, I, I went to a different agency that did have to do with fashion but, and color, but also, you know, like I was saying, was working with consumer brands too. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, you know, it's like, there's no proprietary, it's not data. It's not, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, there definitely is a gut instinct to it, but it's also like connecting the dots and having your eyes open reading, you know, I read a lot of newsletters. I read a lot. I used to go to back when we had conferences, like I used to go to South by Southwest every year. I used to go to Coachella and shoot street style, you know, go to, you know, we would go to different countries and look at retail in different countries. So it's really kind of like being a sponge, noticing, reading, Mm -hmm. paying attention, and then putting the points together in a way that is meaningful and then trying to figure out like, well, how big is this trend and how quickly is it coming or how nascent is it? Yeah, I I think it is kind of an art and a science. It's a really fun place to be in. I mean, I I feel like I use those skills every day in my own business. And I hope that that comes through and that where we are, because I'm a researcher, I'm never going to be like, oh, I just want to, let's just make our own face oil now. I'm always kind of thinking like, well, what's next? What can we do that's different? What's coming? So to answer the second part of your question, I think people are going to be traveling and and getting out of their homes more, but I still think like fundamentally our world and our patterns have changed. I mean, some people will go back to work, but I think remote work, working from anywhere is just going to be the normal. I mean, I just don't think for most people, it's going to go back to like, okay, well, I'll see you at nine and Monday now that, you know, COVID's Mm -hmm. over. I think we're going to be spending more time in our homes, thinking of our space more fluidly, you know, and then I think there's a lot of, stress and anxiety and sleep issues that also everybody is dealing Mm -hmm. with. And I think, you know, people are looking to more strategies to handle that kind of stuff. So I think it's just, you know, it's interesting. There's a lot of categories overlapping beauty, wellness, home, bathing, aromatherapy, you know, and then Mm -hmm. with supplements and, and clean eating, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of crossover where, I think Mm -hmm. people have started to not just think like, oh, this stuff is just, you know, weird hippy dippy stuff. It's like kind of becoming more normal and it's becoming more, you know, just the way that we are living our lives and our homes and the way that we're treating our bodies and thinking about, you know, Mm -hmm. our and and our, our habits too. Yeah. That made me think about, you know, the process, let's say with the body playing. So if you're super stressed from your day and, really tired, and then you get in the bed and you're still stressed, you know, it's hard to fall asleep. But if you're in the bath and you are really concentrating on the moment as Mm -hmm. you use the body planer, then your brain is really focused on that. And then it calms down and then you add the oil afterwards and the smell and everything. And then it is like a natural sleep enhancer, I would think, you know, relaxer, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, absolutely. That is definitely like a a fact. Right. Exactly. It shows. I think it actually has to do with like your body heating up and then Mm -hmm. your body cooling down, but that process Mm -hmm. of it like triggers the sleep. Yeah, exactly. And you know, they'll like when you uh, read studies about stress or high anxiety, you know, they tell people to concentrate on their thumb or their hand and you know whatever it is something that gets their mind to super focus on one thing so if you're scared or anxious and then you concentrate on dry brushing or whatever it is your mind gets all the other stuff out yeah i mean yeah even like knitting and things like that right 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 putting together a puzzle whatever it is 
So that that's a great way to think about the brand too, which is which is wonderful. Thank you. Any advice for anybody who wants to start a business? Ooh, yeah. I never thought of myself really as a business person and the financial side of it and the business model and all of that, you know, really making money and growing a business and the strategy always was really intimidating for me personally, because I I do feel more like I'm on this, I like the marketing, I like the product, I like telling the story and coming up with beautiful products, but you know, I think I have been challenging myself over the last couple of years to learn to love the business side of things. And now I'm like, I love it. Like I love my spreadsheets and I love my analytics. <laughs> and I'm like, I've gone totally full circle. And I just feel like, you know, you might think something about yourself or you might think that you can or can't do something about yourself or that you're like too old to learn something or you know, you're this person and that's who you are. And you're just not good at, you know, business stuff or money stuff or whatever. And yes. as an entrepreneur, you're always trying on new hats and you're always trying on new things. And I've shifted my mindset to all these things that you have to do when you have a business, some of them you're going to be better at some of them you're going to be pretty crappy at, but you can learn and you can change and you can, you know, if you have that kind of mindset of, all right, well, all these other people are doing it. Can't be that hard. I'll figure right. it out. <laughs> exactly. Re-examine. You can do it. And it's never too late. You're never too old. No, most definitely not. And some things are the messages that you've received in your life, that you're not good at money and things like that. When you just kind of challenge those and go, well, I don't think I am, but maybe I'll give it a try. And then you, that's it's wonderful that you ended up really loving that. And then that also protects your brand from being taken advantage of by other people and you don't know what they're talking about. So on the back. So that's great. Yeah. It's, it's fun and it's, it's fun. And I, and now I'm like, okay, you know, now that I understand that I like it, do I need to be like the CFO of my company as we grow? No, but I learned that and, and I appreciate it now, you know? And so And it is empowering to to lean into something that you don't know how to do and and realize like you're not so bad at it after all and that you can learn it. When That's you challenge right. yourself a lot, you can rise to the challenge and and then when you do it's it's you know, it's really something to be proud of. So Exactly. As women especially, we can't afford to say, well, I've got so-and-so that's taking care of that part. When it's your business, you really need to have a little bit of a finger in every single part of the business. Do you agree? Totally. A hundred percent. You know, we make really beautiful premium products and we want everything to feel special and elevated and high end, but I'm not above any, doing anything in my company. Like I'm, right. uh, I was just talking to an investor on the phone. It's like, yeah, I'm, we're the CEO and the intern or, you know, like the, jan- right. the janitor, you know, like we're not <laughs> above, we're not above, you know, I'm not above packing a box or exactly. you know, whatever. So you, you know, you got to roll your sleeves up and then there's things like this that are really fun and rewarding and you do an interview and, or you get a really great piece of press and it feels very glamorous, but you know, it also, there's a lot of nitty gritty day-to-day stuff that goes into it. And, you know, you have to just, that has to be part of it too. So. Absolutely. Tell us where we can find you. Um, so we sell on www.eskerbeauty.com and orders over $50 ship free. We offer free returns. And then we, you can also find us different products of ours at netaporte.com. We are going live on freepeople.com the next week or two. Oh my gosh. Standard Dose is a really beautiful store that we just uh, launched in. Um, we're in a lot of boutiques and facialists around the country. So yeah, it's just kind of, you know, we're mostly, we have some online retail partners and then we do a lot of business through our site. You know, we do pop-ups and things like that every now and then. So Great. yeah. And is it Esker Beauty on Instagram or, or just yep. Esker? Yep, just Esker Beauty. And Perfect. That's a really good place to find us. And we do have a stockist list on our site too. All right. Well, this has been 
most exciting and I cannot wait now. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. I've set aside a portion of the day tomorrow to practice with my dry brush and use my firming oil. Have to go to the lake on Sunday Get in a bathing suit for the first time. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. So I'm going to get all prepared. That sounds lovely. Okay, well, thank you so much. This was incredible. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We highly encourage you to try Esker Beauty products and let us know what you think. And Shannon wants to know as well. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning into this episode on the Style That Binds Us podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to tell a friend and subscribe. You can be a part of growing with us. Also, do you know about our weekly newsletter? You'll get access to exclusive content in our newsletter that we don't post anywhere else. Our newsletter comes out every Tuesday with the exception of the third Thursday of the month for Allison's special Celebrating Life After 40 edition. Head to the bottom of the Style That Binds Us website to subscribe.